Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, I am back from bowling for Chile, and in the Motorsports Madness studio here at WSIC in Statesville, North Carolina. Good evening. I, I kind of mixed up the order on that. I it, it sounded better in my head, but it's okay. I've been off for two weeks, so, you know. <laughs> you have a buzzer now? When did that happen? Oh, yes. No, you missed a lot, Jason. <laughs> you did. Yeah, you, you did. When you go away, we, we make things happen, see? Let's... All right. So... This is Motorsports Madness. Before we get too far off track, that gets a ding. I'm Jacob Seelman, back from the Chili Bowl. Tom Baker apparently has a buzzer and a ding now. <laughs> Bell <A ding>. thing, <laughs> something. <laughs> Seth Eggert is here from kicking. <laughs> would you stop? So- <laughs> uh, we'll probably explain why that gets a buzzer well, in a would minute. Would you stop so I can at least finish introducing you people? Can't even say Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Eggert is here from kicking the tires. Noah Lewis is here from TSJ Sports. And Randy Miller is here from the Inside Pass. In other words, we have lots of people here. <laughs> and that's partially my fault, but it's okay because it's, people... It's all your fault. <laughs> I was going to say partially? Yeah. Pe- people... It just means we have more fun. People makes for a good show, doesn't it? We're Last putting... I checked, this was his show. We're putting the word madness in all caps tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. buzz, that buzzer will come in handy. Yeah, this show's going straight off yeah. the rails. <laughs> um, Enjoy it, y'all. We should probably change the size of the yeah. font, too. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, we Whoa. do have two special guests tonight. One is going to be the runner-up from the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals, Justin Grant, who will join us in about a half hour to talk about his run with RMS Racing. And the other is team owner Dave McIntosh, owner of Dave Mac Motorsports, who finished third as a car owner with Tanner Thorson. And, oh, by the way, had a little bit of news today because he's bringing his son, Cannon McIntosh, who drove for Keith Coons Motorsports last week and finished fourth in the Chili Bowl, back home for 2021. That gets a ding. Yes, that gets a ding because I think Cannon and Tanner Thorson at Dave Mac is going to be a very, very dangerous combination. I agree for the 2021 midget season. I'm excited to I'm excited to pick Dave's brain about that a little bit because that was one of those that I looked at Twitter I'm like you're doing what? <laughs> so we're excited about that. We're going to kick off the conversation in a couple of minutes but we do have a break to fit in. First, we'll do that business and come back with more madness right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediates to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them a little later. I'm Jacob Seelman. Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, and Randy Miller are all over on the other side of the table with James Mellick, a.k.a. Red, capably punching buttons and... Just because of my apparent uh, lack of scheduling prowess, Noah has hereby ha- uh, hijacked Malik's microphone for I the did. evening. Thank you. So <laughs> we're making this work, and it's already been wild and crazy, and it's going to continue to be wild and crazy. We are going to start by breaking down a little bit of the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals 35th edition at Tulsa Expo Raceway. I will start with a show of hands. If anyone was surprised that Kyle Larson won the race Saturday night, no hands. <laughs> Did anybody really expect anyone other than Kyle Larson to win the race uh, Saturday night, Tom? Um. Well, I didn't pick Kyle, but it was only because I like to go out on a limb and pick somebody different. So I picked Thorson, um, who came awfully close. And I would argue if he didn't have to start so far back, he might have won. But um, obviously that uh, didn't happen. So um, still a good run for him, and I'm looking forward to hearing from his car owner later, Seth. For me, if if there's anyone different, the only one I could think of would be Christopher Bell. But uh, we did see what happened to him in the Chili Bowl. He left it all on the line and uh, went for a pretty spectacular uh, ride. He said he was either going to win it or wear it. He wore yep. it. He wore it. <laughs> he wore it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I also had Kyle Larson going into it, but I did think that if anybody was going to give him a run, a run for his money, it was going to be Christopher Bell. 
Uh, there, for, there were a few other characters in there that, that maybe you could think that could uh, give him a run for his money. But I did pick Kyle going in, and we know that the Chili Bowl has a consistent um, trend of winners winning again. Uh, so I knew that, that it was quite possible. If you look at the, the 24 guys that made up the A-Main, every person in there represents, well, almost everybody, represents a different type of sprint car racing, which is really kind of cool if you look at like their backgrounds, where they came from. You've got some NASCAR guys in there like Stenhouse and, you know, and Christopher Bell, but then you've got, you know, World of Outlaws guys like Darren Pittman and Brad Sweet, and you've got, you know, ASCS guys in there, USAC guys in there. So there's a great mix of, of different disciplines of sprint car racing in those those 24 mm. guys that started the A-Main Saturday night. And a ridiculous amount of talent, too. I mean, when, when you look at there were 309 cars that drew in for the week, and I, I think, you know, it, it's it's always tough to gauge the 24 best, but I couldn't see too many that fell outside of the A-Main that hadn't proved through the course of the week that they deserved to be there. That, to me, uh, really made really made things enjoyable, even if the track was a little bit questionable at times. Now, ne- next question that I want to go across the table oh with, and I'll start this time in reverse <laughs> order with Noah. Were you watching Mav TV Saturday night? And if so, did you make it all the way to the AMA? I knew, I knew that that was the question that was <laughs> yep. coming. Uh, I, I was watching on Mav TV Saturday night. I did make it all the way to the main, despite the very, very long uh, track prep time that we had to wait and, and watch coverage through. But uh, I did make it all the way to the main. I will tell you, by the end of the main, uh, I was completely tired i had to drive back from concord to high point north carolina so that was another hour i got back at about 2 30 a.m but that is when you're a race fan uh you try to tough it out for for things like that so i did make it all the way through it was tough however <laughs> randy i did not watch it on uh, map tv but i was following along on twitter so thank Yay. you jacob for all of the tweets you're and welcome. All the information that was coming out but somewhere, uh, somewhere in the midst of you know the the late evening hours, I found a shiny penny, and then I decided that that was in for me. I, I got like a squirrel finding a nut, and I found something new and shiny to play with, and that was it for me. I gave up on even wondering what the chili bowl is all about at that point. I was so, like, wait, it's still on. <laughs> so you gave up keeping no, track I'm, I'm of totally the chili bowl to play with a penny? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no playing with I don't pennies think he's during kidding. the show. No, Randy, I'm just so you know. right. Seth. Yes, I made it. I watched it all on Mav TV. Uh, I was watching it uh, with family. I will say I am the only one in my house that made it. <laughs> Good job, Seth. It's a gold star. <laughs> Annabelle. Annabelle. Tom. Well, yeah, I know you made it because you were texting me at, while I was at the racetrack complaining about the track. Yeah, I'm delay. turning this into a black flag, checkered flag segment, and I'm giving the entirety of that <laughs> primetime Chili Bowl coverage a oh, giant boy. black flag. First of all, if look, if if the folks from the Memphis Batesville area who work nine to five jobs can go do. 1,500 entries, well, wait, 754 entries, and start practice at 8 a.m., and I can be sitting in my hotel room at 11 p.m. after 22 features, two rounds of qualifying, and two rounds of practice. We can surely figure a way to get the Chili Bowl A-Main done before midnight. And that's that's where I'm going with And that. FYI, yes, that's it. midnight East Coast time, yes. not correct. midnight Central time. Copy that's paste. correct. 
I, I absolutely – look, I love the Chili Bowl. You know it's one of my favorite events of the year. But every year this goes on, and for crying out loud, can we please find a way – to bring the TV audience the actual driver intro instead of having to listen to more blabber okay, from the announcing so team. If I if I was giving a black flag, that would absolutely. And I'm kind of abstaining here because I was on the on the ground, so I didn't get to see any of this till after you the were fact. On the ground in Tulsa. It was in person. In oh, person. Yeah. He was probably taking a nap. Did he fall? Like <laughs> yeah. was no, boots, on, boots on the ground. I did not get... We had a we had a closed circuit feed for the media center, so I didn't get to see any of the MAV-TV portion until after the fact. So I'm kind of abstaining, but I I agree. I, I couldn't believe that they weren't showing driver intros on MAV. I'm like, what? <laughs> that, that's the best part of the whole thing. Come on, guys. You want to you mm-hmm. introduce these people to the masses. Yeah, I mean, also, you, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say they also need to find a different place to put the stage. I mean, is there anywhere else they can set uh, that stage? There's up? not really anywhere else they can set the Such stage with the, way, with the way they the pit area is. They have to stop everything and then have to go back over the track. Yeah, oh, that's the hard part is they, they spent all this time doing track prep, and the track was awful for the feature. They made it worse. I don't know why yeah, they, they, they did over prep it. I mean, it was, it was really bad. Look, I, I don't. I guess, you know, I'm the oldest one here, so I, I guess I get to be cranky. I, I I I thought the race was pretty good. I mean, you know, Kyle started on the pole, so you knew you weren't going to get much drama. Um, only when they got to traffic did you start to get the drama. I don't think I ever felt like Justin Grant was actually going to pass him and beat him, but I certainly thought Bell could have. Um, but, I mean, the race was good. But I just think they they screw around way too much um, after the the early rounds of the soup. They had a two hour delay between the D main and the C mains. Um, with, there's no excuse for that. I know you want to put a lot of it in prime time. I get that, but you got to think about your TV audience too, and the East Coast audience especially. And I just thought they really this year was super annoying. And like I said, ninety minutes of track prep that track should have been gold. And it was bad. Well, yeah, it, it never widened out enough, and that's well. Why- they made that they they made that stupid curb curb. It's mm. like why? What was I, it was that, fine after the B main as, as, as a dirt guy that didn't make sense to me. No, I, I didn't so understand why they were going for the for the big ledge like you see at Kokomo or Fairbury, some of these other yeah. other dirt tracks. I just don't think and, that works for the chili. No. Well, and you can tell the race the race car drivers didn't think it worked no, either. No, I mean, no. <laughs> Christopher what? Bell can tell you it did not work. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but uh, Kyle Larson was saying the same yeah. did yeah. the same right. It almost cost him the race. Yeah. It did. He, he tried hard to lose. He tried hard to lose. I mean, it didn't, I, just, I, didn't, I know that that didn't come out the way I meant well, to. But I'm just saying, he had a couple of situations where yeah. no, he, and he said he made some he, he big said mistakes. that he made he did he said in his interview you to know. me afterwards that he did make some big yeah. mistakes, and it was about it was about making the least mistakes in and still coming home with the victory. Yeah. So, yep. I'm I'm very. I was surprised at the way the track turned out. It was very different. It was a mixed bag all week. That was like nothing else we had seen all week. Yeah. And I'm not sure why that is. I mean, I usually know. usually uh, Gravel, who leads the, the Chili Bowl track prep crew there, is able to get it pretty consistent. And th- it was all over the place last week. And I'm not sure what to I attribute that Johnson to. Back. 
I hope we get Tony back next year. It's always good having Tony there. Yes. That being said, we're up against a break. We're going to take it. When we come back, we'll have more Chili Bowl talk and maybe some surprises from the event, too, right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, (laughs) Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, all talking racing on a Thursday night. If you're wondering why Jacob's out of breath, it's because he just went out and ran half a marathon during the break. <laughs> Something like that. Always trying to remember everybody in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a mar- that's a brain marathon. It's not a running marathon. 
<laughs> we should wear name tags and say, hello, my name is. So that he I know. I was, I'm gone for one week, and they have to make up for two. That's how exactly. this well, that's, in my defense, I haven't seen you since before do. Christmas. So, oh gosh, I haven't that's right. seen. Well, I saw you the other night, but I haven't seen you before then since yeah. what November? And, yeah, because uh, you well, you went home. And so yeah. for me, it was New Year's Eve. I was stuck at home. So, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're debriefing on the Chili Bowl and going to be joined by. <laughs> we're going to be joined in the segment. After the current one, which would be the next one. That's correct. <laughs> By Justin Grant, who will be the first of our two special guests. And it, <laughs> Tom's, yeah, Tom, Tom warned me before this show that it was going to be a problem. Cutting you off. No more <laughs> caffeine for you. You should have known that I, already. Why did he I, have to warn you I, about I, your I, own I show? I haven't even opened this yet. <laughs> Go <on>. Don't. <laughs> Finally got my cord right again. Anyhow. It won't last. <laughs> yeah. That being said... We do still have Chili Bowl discussion to get to before we get to our guests. And we well, let's go. <laughs> Fine. I'm going. Hit the buzzer. Okay? Hit the buzzer. How, right. how many more minutes of this segment do we have left? Everybody has clicked Enough. off by now. They're Lots gone. Enough. All right. Next topic. I, I, all right. A surprise from Chili Bowl from each of you. I'll start with Tom, somebody who either surprised or impressed you. Oh, I'm so glad you started with me. Jesse Love, the kid barely turned 16 in time to go qualify on Friday. He went out and won his heat, then he went out and won his qualifier, and he finished seventh in the uh, A-Main on Friday night. Um, you know, he didn't uh, he didn't make it in from the B on Saturday, but you know what? That kid showed that he is going to be a chili bowl factor for many years to come, and I was really proud of his efforts. Seth? For me, my surprise is someone who struggled in the Chili Bowl this year, Sammy Swindell. Yes. Uh, Very he, true. He qualified, what, deep in the uh, D main and wrecked out on, like, lap one or something C. like that? No, he was in the C because he was on Mav TV. C main. And he got wrecked out on lap one. Yeah. Not his fault, obviously. No, that was not his fault. Now, when we get to me, I'll. I'll... Uh, come back at Seth and explain why that wasn't a surprise. But in the meantime, uh, Randy. So for me, it's kind of a, a personal thing for me because I, I've known this kid. I've seen him race forever when he because he's from my neck of the woods in Texas. But uh, Kyle Jones uh, was oh. in the C main, almost made the B main, but he's a really good friend of mine. I, I've seen this kid race sprint cars forever, and the, the kid has talent. So um, if anybody is, is you know wanting to take somebody an up and coming driver and make them something, he he will drive the wheels off of anything. So. I, ha- I had to deal with 309 cars all week. Uh, Kyle was the 7U, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good Here. kid. Awesome kid. Yeah, no, I, I think I, I, I think I, I talked to him at I'm one point you briefly. I'm giving bell for that, <laughs> that you had 309 cars and Kyle's not a well-known guy and you remembered the car number. That's impressive. The car, that car actually stuck out to me um, the last two years because the way they do the U is with a horseshoe. Mm-hmm. It's ah, not a normal U. Yeah. It's a horseshoe. So yeah. anyway, Noah, who yeah, surprised uh, you? My surprise is, is in the category with Seth on on biggest surprise of where they didn't finish, and that's Chris Bell on on his mistake and and what ended up uh, kind of costing him a chance at the win there. I mean, he was going for it, um, but like you said, uh, 
he didn't end up getting to be where he wanted. And that was kind of shocking to me because usually we see a Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, or vice versa mm-hmm. type of running order. So, Agreed. And, and I, I will say it was very surprising to see Christopher make the mistake he made because those kinds of mistakes are so rare out of him. He's so yeah. picture perfect most of the time in the midgets that it was just very unusual. But as, as Tom referenced earlier, he said he was going to win it or wear it, and he certainly wore it. Yep. Now, and it, uh, Go ahead. I was no, gonna say, and I think that also just goes back to how they prepped the track, how they had that mm-hmm. little berm. I mean, yes. Christopher is so used to being able to run that line, and uh, and then he had this new element thrown at them right at race time for the main. So It bit him. Yep. It did Literally. bite him. Now, to go back to sets before I give my uh, give my surprise, which is, a, is another pleasant one, um, I might add, um, I was not shocked at all. I think Sammy's been on the decline at the Chili Bowl for a couple of years, and I just, I, you know, I think I would have been more surprised if Sammy had managed to make the A main on Saturday night wow. than I was that he missed the show because he's not been the Sammy of old the last couple of years. And that, to me, I think speaks by he's mid-60s now. I mean, at some point, that competitive edge just due to age does start to wear off. Not sure it's the edge. I mean, I think they were talking about the fact that who was he teamed with? Who was his teammate? Um, Logan Seavey. Logan Seavey, yeah. And they were talking about the fact that um, they made a late change to Sammy's car because they tried it on Logan's and it and it worked. And uh, I think Sammy was excited to go run that main to to see if it would work for him. And of course, he only got a lap. Um, so I think it was probably just a situation where they couldn't quite get the car the way he wanted it. I. Mm. I know he's older, but he should still be plenty skilled enough to go run a run. But you know what? It's also a lot more competitive than it, it was when he used to run it. Too. It is a lot more top drivers and uh, way more mm-hmm. Keith Coons cars. <laughs> well, no, actually, Keith had less this year than what he's had, uh, in but years still past. more than what he would have had back in the day. This when is Sammy true. Was this is very true. My point. <laughs> very true. Now, uh, my surprise. I-, I will give an honorable mention to Jesse Love because to see him win yep. his heat race, his qualifier, and yep. come within a couple of spots of winning Rookie of the Year honors at the Chili Bowl, to me, was very, very impressive. On I- his birthday week. On his birthday That's what week. I said he turned sixteen the day before Sweet his 16. qualifier. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, One he'll I, remember for sure. For, yeah, no, he, he did a great job all week long. I was pleasantly surprised to see that. But for for me, my surprise of the week, and this is on the positive side, was RMS Racing and the fact that out of all the teams and the multi-car teams that competed at the Chili Bowl, RMS, Dave and Matt Step were able to put four of their five cars into the main event, which was more than KKM, more than Clawson Marshall, more than Matt Wood Racing, more than Dave Mack, more than anybody in that building. And this is a team that has only been in existence for, this was their third Chili Bowl. They've barely been in existence two full years, and they put 80% of their cars in the Chili Bowl A-Main on Saturday night. That, to me, spoke volumes. And I think we'll get more of that when we get Justin Grant on the phone in our next segment, um, because he'll be, uh, he'll be able to speak to some of the reasons why he's joining that team, Tom, to go chase a chance championship this year yeah and i mean you know i kind of feel like so much of the chili bowl is just kind of luck like who you're in the 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 heat race or the 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 main with what you know and what's in what situation um staying out of everybody else's messes um so i i i don't want to diminish that that's a great it's a great accomplishment 
But I, I think that sometimes you can be just kind of in the right place at the right time. And then, of course, you have to take advantage of it. And certainly um, this was a great year for them. Um, you know, I don't think it detracts from, you know, the Coons or anyone else's efforts just to say that um, this was definitely their year this year. It was. And, yeah, I, I think another thing that stood out from the course of the entire week was with as, mu- as much talent as they had on the roster that Christopher Bell was ultimately the only Chad boat car that was able to get into yeah. Saturday night's A-Main. When you have Aaron Reitzel, you have Gio Selzy, you have Dylan Welch, yep. who doesn't run full-time anymore, but is always potent anytime he gets in one of those cars. When you have guys like that in your cars, and the uh, Chris Wyndham, too. I, I guess Wyndham did get in, so yeah, two, of, two of the five. But, you know, I would have expected four or all five of those cars to get in, and to only see Bell and Wyndham get into Saturday's big show was a bit of a shock to me. I think that, again, though, just comes back to how close the field is now and how many, you know, you're getting these 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 arrive-and-drive groups. There used to be three or four in a group. Now there can be eight or ten in a group. Right. So it just makes it that much closer when you try to whittle down 319 to 24. You know, obviously there are going to be a lot of great people who would be an all-star race anywhere mm-hmm. else, they're going home. Exactly. That's why it's the Chili Bowl. It was a very interesting podium when you have Larson on top in his own car, Justin Grant for RMS, and Tanner Thorson for Dave, Dave Mack, Mack coming yeah. 11th to 3rd. And that's not yep. even talking about his prelim night when he flipped in the heat race, had yep. to come all the way out of the C, yep. raced through the C, through the B, and finished 4th in the A main on Friday night. Yeah, he and, and Justin McDougall, I thought, were overall Jason the show. McDougal, or Jason yes. Justin, wow. Jason McDougall were overall the show um of of the you know the entire saturday yes. as far as i was concerned and uh pitman yes pitman with pitman was great yeah. 20 20th to 5th yeah. even surprised me but mcdougal I loved the energy from that because to oh, see yeah. him start in the I main, get all the way to the D, have a shot to transfer to the C, and then yeah, it's a shame he got Ryan Bernal. Out. Yeah, that's too <laughs> but I can tell you there was not a person in that building except for maybe Ryan Bernal who <laughs> who did not want to see Jason McDougal keep marching because yeah. we all knew we were witnessing something really really special for and sure. and I saw a different side of Jason McDougal out of all that. You know, everybody views him as kind of the wild and crazy uh, do whatever it takes and you know, win it or wear it type driver. And I saw a much more focused, much more composed Jason McDougal, which was really cool. I think it's it's good too that he's going to have a silver crown ride for a few races this year to get get some of those longer distance. Uh, I thought it was the whole schedule. No, it's the uh, it's the dirt races. Oh, okay. It's the set. So seven out of twelve. It's more than half of it, okay. but it's the dirt races with uh, with Terry Clatt and Bob East, which is going to be really good for Jason. Yeah, those long sure. distance races when you can rein that speed in and just give him a target. You know, X number of laps. I think Jason's really good, and it's going to do him well. We're up against a break. On the other side, we're going to chat with Justin Grant, who came up second in the Chili Bowl Nationals. That conversation and more right after these words. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, all with you this evening with Red, James Mellick, punching buttons. I got that right in one take. That deserves a ding. Thank you, sir. Oh. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> okay, okay. This is for yeah. Tom hitting the wrong button. No, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I knew he did it on purpose. If I had something on, to, if, my, if hey, I had hey, something hey, to throw at you, my, my <laughs> no offense, but they don't see what's going on in the studio. Anyhow, don't ruin the good story. <laughs> we are going to get Justin Grant on. He is. Uh, yeah. He got hung up on a sponsor call and is trying to get off that call to call into our show. They're so way more important than we are. Yeah. Now, we're, we're trying to make sure he can run a full USAC season, so we'll, we'll, we'll adjust and get you Justin Grant as soon as, uh, as, soon as he's able to do that. He uh, let us know a couple minutes in advance that that was coming. In the meantime, however, we can talk NASCAR because, good grief, there's been an influx 
in NASCAR news lately, hasn't there? It sure has. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no one's laughing. Do you have somewhere you'd like to start? Well, I mean, we could start from the the news of today, the earlier news of today from College Racing. Yeah, why not? A.J. Allmendinger little... coming back to yeah. Cup? Yes, please. That Hello. gets two thumbs up from Sealman and a ding of the bell. If any year, this is the year for A.J. to hop in some Cup cars. I mean, we've got road courses galore. and Seven with... of them. That's not, right. Not only that, but I feel like uh, Chase Elliott must be sitting there like, a worthy challenger has appeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Chase Briscoe is a worthy challenger, is he not? Uh, he's still a rookie, though. He's, he's got to figure, the, yeah, he's gotta figure the car out. But nevertheless, AJ, I mean, that's a that's a road course ringer there, and that's some that's some uh, big news out of college racing. They've already talked about running different one-off cup races this year. I think they should also put him in a car at Martinsville, if you ask me, because AJ's always had success there. So I'm interested to see if that comes down the pipeline. But AJ Dinger, anywhere you can get him on a road course, you know Let's he's, he's going to be making a show. That that's one where you could talk about, you know, an outsider potentially stealing the cup guy, the cup regulars thunder for a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other guy that they should put in for a couple of road courses at least is Kaz Grala because no kidding. Um, hey, you know what? Kaz gets a pretty good uh, alternative. He is running the five hundred in that. Well, car. yes, and and not to say that that, but I think they are going to run him in some more races, and I would love to see Kaz on the road courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I shoot, just, he ran seventh for RCR. I want to yeah. see a two car team in Cup for colleague at some point with Kaz and Jay, Justin Haley together. Yes, please. Yes, please. Let's most go. Entertainment, <laughs> most entertaining cup team in the field. Not only that, but uh, you also have Andy Lally sitting uh, during the IMSA media day saying he's going to be running some NASCAR races on the road courses this oh, year. Oh, really? Did he specify what series? No. Aww. Probably Xfinity because he ran. Um, in fact, it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, This maybe see him be part of the mix that's jumping into the hour backup car. because That could be fun. Um, because I think Andy has, um, Andy has, there's some connection between those two groups, I think. And not only that, but uh, if I remember right. wouldn't it be also be interesting if he fills in for a uh, Jay Buford in the Borchetta uh, big 48, machine. The, the big machine yeah, car because, at Daytona oh, because yeah, Jade's be not cool. cleared to drive. And I'm pretty sure Andy Lally would be considering all of his oval experience uh, in previous years. I believe so. I would think, at least. Now, that being said, I was going to go to two sides of a coin for the next bit of NASCAR news. Uh, you have David Gilliland Racing with some good news. And some not-so-good news. I'll start with the good news. They released their crew chief and driver roster. Seth, any surprises do you think out of that? Honestly, no surprises. Uh, I I wasn't expecting a number change for Haley, I'll say that, you know, from the 17 to the 1. To the 1, yeah. That that did jump out at me a little bit. Uh, You kind of wonder about that, don't you? Other than that, uh, there weren't any real big surprises. Uh, they have Chad Johnston uh, for the 17 part-time. For Taylor, trucks. yeah. yeah for, I, Chad Johnston's going to be a good mentor for Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, Tanner, if uh, Dad Moffat gets a few truck races later in the year if uh, the sponsorship works out. I know they said uh, that Thad's going to run at least 11 ARCA races yeah. this year, ARCA National yeah, races. Yeah, the first 11, I believe. Okay, this is good. Um, Derek Smith going to crew chief the ARCA, uh, the ARCA car. And I think the biggest thing here, Tom, really, is Mike Hillman, who uh, 
is going to serve as Haley Deegan's crew chief. She needs somebody that can be that calming presence, voice in her ear, you know, really guiding the ship through her rookie season. And Hillman is a dri- uh, Hillman is a crew chief that has done that for multiple drivers in the past, and I think will be a good fit to do that for Haley this year as well. She will have no excuses. Her success or not success will be strictly due to herself Mm -hmm. because she will have a winning truck, a winning crew chief, and a winning organization. And by the way, uh, Derek Smith is also crew chiefing the ARCA Menards East East effort for Joey Joey East, East. (laughs) the beast out of California. He tested over the weekend in Florida at New Smyrna and was Faster than last year's pole time. That's fun. First time in the car, first time on the track. You and I both, Tom, have said a lot of good things about Joey East over the last year or so. Uh, He's going to be dangerous in that car this year. Yeah, we're going to we'll have him on the show uh, sometime either just before or just after that. He's from California. His family, they're farmers. He's a farm boy. And this is a kid who you would never guess if you met him. He is the gentlest, least aggressive a uh, young man, just a really pleasant kid to be around. You put a helmet on him, and he just goes nuts. I mean, that's why they <laughs> call him it. the Beast. Yeah, he's uh, he's a Jekyll and Hyde, and he's 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 going to be, uh, I think, a real surprise mm-hmm. in the series for the six races he's running this year. Circle around to the Daytona 500 now, because that entry list continues to grow. We are up to 44, 44 cars what, 44 for 40 is. or for 40 <laughs> spots which means eight open cars for four spots as it sits and the possibility of two more entries yet to be determined from ny racing and tommy baldwin racing but the one that sticks out the most noah lewis austin Sindrick, team penske and half of 66 half of 66 yeah that's right um Austin Sendrick, man, we've been waiting for that announcement to drop. We knew that Penske said that he'd be running some uh, some one-off races this year in his preparation to take over the 21 next year. Um, Austin Sendrick in the 500, what a big deal. I mean, he's going to gonna be able to go in there and, and compete for the first time in the Cup Series, and and, uh, and I'm, I'm very excited to see what Austin Sendrick. We know Austin is a guy that will go out there and give everything, everything he has. Mm-hmm. He doesn't lay anything off at any time. We know that from Austin Sendrick. So uh, so he should be able to put on a good show in the Cup Series. And let's clarify that, Randy, the big thing here is Austin's not going to be in a, in a guaranteed starting position. He's going to have to race his way in as an open car, and there is a ton of talent in these eight open cars looking for four spots. Yeah, I think this is probably the most exciting uh, you know, dual races I think we're going to have in quite mm-hmm. some time because I don't remember the last time we had a competitiveness this hard for so many drivers wanting to get into the Daytona 500 and so many new kids and new drivers that have never even been in the Daytona 500 that are hungry to make their first start. So it's going to be a wild, wild set of duels. I would say the last time would have to be 2007, the last year of the Gen 4 car, Mm -hmm. because you had everybody bringing out the older cars knowing that they weren't going to be used the next year, at least in Cup. In part, I wonder if that's also playing yeah. a factor this year. That's what year. we're seeing this year. Mm-hmm. The last year of the Gen yep. 6, everybody bring what Might you got. Might as well wad them up in the infield. Leave <laughs> them <right>. there. So, <laughs> Use them if you got them, boys. Here's the $64,000 question uh-huh. that maybe somebody can answer for me because I cannot figure out why this is the case. Why in the world does the 37 car not have a charter? Okay, so oh boy. Under, my understanding of this, courtesy of the all-knowing Bob Pockris, is that... 
there were some conditions pursuant to the sale of the charter to JTG Doherty that allowed Todd Todd Braun, who was the one that originally had interest in that charter back when the charter system was first created, that allowed Todd Braun to reclaim control of that charter and take it wherever he sought to take it. Which he took it to Spire, if Which I remember correctly. Which then leased a charter out to Trackhouse. So <laughs> is that the charter being leased out to Trackhouse? I don't that... know if I, I I don't know if the thirty seven charter is the one that's leased out to Trackhouse, or if Spire's using the thirty seven charter and they leased out one of the other two. We charters would need to draw they, a yeah. diagram. So that's the that's the charter. Tom, perhaps you should ask Bob this question on Monday when he's on our show. Well, <laughs> here's here's my follow up to that. Can we just can this ridiculous charter program already? Raise his hand, yes. I mean, you know, when we first had the charters, the idea was that it was supposed to be a franchise. You weren't supposed to be able to sell it, lease it, trade it, you know, backdoor deal it, pass it off to a third party who then takes it to a fourth party. It's ridiculous. Well, technically, you, you are right. However... The only way the sales were allowed, or supposed to be, in yeah. my understanding, was if they had NASCAR approval. I don't care. We, we're not supposed to be able to sell charters. There's 36 charters. If, well, if, if a you team's want shutting more, down, it has to be able to go somewhere. Then you know what you do? You auction it off to the highest bidder. Which is what they've done in the past. Okay, yeah, that happened to BK Racing. You, that happened uh, to a point with Levine. But, right. But you shouldn't be able to... Keep in, in other words, if if the thirty seven team doesn't have one, then Spire shouldn't be able to have more charters than cars and lease one. There's the idea well, well, here is supposed to be because the charter was supposed to bring sponsorship by providing stability mm-hmm. over the long term for a race team that they knew they were going to be in every race. And now all of a sudden you got one of the top teams, top tier teams of the sport that doesn't have a dog on charter and may miss the Daytona 500 because of it. I know. I'm I mean, not well, happy well, about I, it. And, and we know. I just think it's absurd. And I think NASCAR has allowed the charter, the whole charter system to be just devalued to the point where it. It doesn't mean anything yeah. anymore, and they need to just get rid well, they, of it, and everybody should just have to qualify like they used to. Well, they know how much revenue it's now making, because I think NASCAR even put out a statement recently that said they like the direction the charter system is going, that it's finally they they, it's finally building to where they want it to be because of how much money the teams are making based off of the charters. Well, uh, I don't know. So. <laughs> making any money? Well, well sure, well, but every, you know. Todd Braun screwed him and took the and charter stuff, somewhere else because he got more money. How but, But on the flip side, the charters have also brought in new ownership because this is how uh, you have Pitbull in with Trackhouse. You have Michael Jordan in with 2311 Racing. You have Scott Borchetta, granted, in the Xfinity Series with Big Machine Labels. So you have an influx of new owners, new teams. Then here's what you do. You, You add another charter. If if you're coming in as a new owner, then you should have the right to purchase under- a charter. But there's still only 36 charters. My understanding is that the only way a new charter can be added is either through the uh, consensus from the RTA right. or if a new manufacturer joins the sport. Right. 
which okay. there are four charters set aside for that purpose. I just think so it's a mess. When is somebody going to call saying. me and ask me if I want to buy a charter? Yeah, really. <laughs> What's yeah. they do, do with you, the, your car's extended warranty? I mean, like, do you have millions? When are they going to call and ask yeah. if I would like to buy a charter? Those things so I might be cheap. on board with that if I can just purchase one. I was getting calls about my extended warranty, about 10,000 miles into owning my car. My warranty's for like 100,000. Right. That's exactly. funny. Anyway, back yeah. to you, Jacob. <laughs> well, yeah, back, back, back to me, right? Oh, goodness. All right. That being said, we don't really have enough time to open up another can of worms before we have, <laughs> so, have to go back to break. To the, back to the charters. Uh, <laughs> no. We can still dig into the can we already have open. <laughs> well, th- that can could last about no. oh, three whole shows. <laughs> Let's kick that can down the road. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, w- down the road is up we against sell the break. Apparently that's a- oh, yeah, we can sell it or trade it. That can. <laughs> All right, we're going to step aside before I get the, Give it to the 30 bell over there. Back with more in a couple of minutes. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
this is Ross Chastain, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, James Mellick is punching buttons. Seth made a point. We talked about the good news for David Gilland Racing and not the bad news in the form of Taylor Gray getting a penalty, Seth, from ARCA for videoing off his phone at speed during the Daytona test. What? <laughs> On the back stretch going into turn three. Uh, apparently, Taylor thought it would be a good idea to uh, be live on Snapchat, uh, videotaping himself and the upcoming turn. Um, not sure what to say about that, although, in my opinion, he got off very light with his penalty. He's on probation until the end of the year and a $1,000 fine. Again. Really? <laughs> Wait. And I have to feel for uh, David Golden Racing because that awkward moment when two of your five drivers have some sort of penalty before the season even starts with Haley having to go to sensitivity training. Well, yeah, we'll <sighs> we'll just leave Haley's situation alone for now. I will repeat what I said on Monday that uh, Taylor Gray is the official winner of the Race Chaser Radio Dork of Daytona Award, and we haven't even turned a lap of competition yet. Yep. Yeah. I like you, Taylor, but Fif- what were you thinking? Yeah, 15 years old, but you're trusted to go 180 miles per hour at Daytona. You've got to make sure you yeah. keep that trust, and that is not how you do it by any means, especially when, no. he turned it, when he turned it around to show himself, like, hey, look at me. Who? Why would you post that? There's I mean, devices out there that? that you don't even have to hold your phone. Like, you could have at least put it on the dashboard and not have to hold your phone. Get a GoPro. Uh, uh, I, I, thank I, you. I, I, I will say this. Safe bet. Johnny Gray probably took his cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Granddad probably definitely took the cell phone for a couple of days. And maybe a belt. <laughs> Something. <laughs> that that's what happens when your grandpa's now the co-investor in the team. That's right. <laughs> you you don't get to do whatever you want. Anyhow, that being said, we are up against the end of the first half of the show. We'll be back with the second half in a couple of minutes. Go get you a refill. More madness in a few minutes. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park the performance motorsports network is a compilation of shows about motorsports From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. It be the second half of Motorsports Madness. Mm-hmm. Howdy-do, if you're just joining us. Yo. Where have you been? I know. If you're... <laughs> if you're all the fun. I know. It's been a crazy first half of the show, and it, that's only half of it. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, James Mellick is punching buttons. and are getting better try, at this. Try, trying to keep from <laughs> totally letting the train wreck the tracks today. And Tom... We have we, our friend. Our friend. Oh gosh, there I well, go. Deal with that. There it is. <laughs> I just, tried. Just after I complimented you. Reboot. Too. Reboot. <laughs> See, this is why, well, folks. Well, 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 you don't listen to Jacob. Listen, I, I didn't even do it on purpose. This, this is why we need mycomputercareer.edu because we have to have somebody on staff to reboot the kid every week. We're definitely keeping well, him staffed over there. We're gonna blame this reboot. <laughs> No, no. Here's the one. He's wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat. What more do we need? Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Yeah, that's right. There's no defense in the studio. That's why I compliment compliment Jacob, and the the next second he gaffs. And (laughs) And like I said, how can they help us, Jacob and Tom? Well, look, it's pretty simple, really. I mean, my computer career, they're geniuses there. They can teach you how to have a better life through training in IT. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test. If you feel like IT is a career that you would like to pursue, you can do it very easily. Just one to two days a week online. That's it. Financial aid is available for those who qualify, including the GI Bill. And you can be ready to enter the workforce and start your new career in as little as four to six weeks when for the four to six months, my bad. When you go, when you go out into the workforce, my computer career will work with hundreds of employers to get you 
hired. So, mycomputercareer.edu, it is not rocket science. You don't need to be a computer nerd or a science nerd. You just need to be ready for a brand new career and a better life. MyComputerCareer.edu. We thank them for being such a big part of the Race Chaser Radio family. <laughs> you now we need two of them. Do you, do you get, I'm giving I was myself say, a buzzer. Get, for you, get a buzzer for <laughs> that. But one. it's all Jacob's fault. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how it's automatically my fault. Anyway, yeah, we're going to take a break. Sure. We're going to come back. We're going to have more madness if we're still on the air. Don't go anywhere. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
I think I've reclaimed my sanity during the break, and we're going to be okay here. Total Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports <laughs> Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, which is training for a better life. And if the rest of the cast of thousands doesn't manage to totally throw me off my game, we will get through this it's segment. So All right, boys. Apparently can't count either because there's yeah. only five of us in here. What are we doing? we got to do it. <laughs> Whatever. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, James Mellick is punching buttons. And on the Strutmasters.com hotline, now joining us is the owner of Dave Mack Motorsports and the guy who uh, kind of blew a few people's minds today, Dave McIntosh. Uh, I know it's only been a couple days since I've seen you, but how'd he do? Uh, doing good. Doing real good. How about you guys? Did you get Dave out of parentheses I, before well, you brought him on Malik, the show? Melick did. Can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> we got you now, Dave. Um, first off, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say congratulations on the news of the day. We'll talk about your kid in a couple of minutes. First, though, I want to ask Dave Mack, the team owner, ha- have you come down off the roof from... From Chili Bowl and third place with Tanner Thorson, or are you still floating somewhere up near the ceiling? Yeah, we're riding the high for sure. Uh, it was a great, great comeback for the team, and obviously we uh, were there to win. But you know, for being uh, three years into the field and be sitting on the podium on Saturday night. And where he went. Uh-oh. Dave, I said, Dave. I, I think we may have lost you if you were on speakerphone there for a minute, Dave. Minute. We'll try and get Dave back in a minute, but I want to go back to Tanner Thorson. Tom, you talked a little bit about the uh, the drive of the week, and what what stood out to you from that after Tanner flipped to come all the way back like he did? Uh, well, I mean, the. Uh... Just the drive itself. I mean, it is very difficult to um, to to be able to 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 do that. What Tanner did coming through the field like that and, and uh, moving up mains. I think we've got Dave back. Dave, if you can take us off speaker, just talk directly into your phone. This is directly in my phone now. There, there we go. go. That's a that you sound clearer and it sounds better without background <laughs> noise. Um, we we were just talking a little bit about that drive through the field that Tanner Tanner put on, and I know you had just started to talk about that. I mean, that was remarkable. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was full blown recovery mode from from the uh, the heat race. Uh, you know, just my heart sank when we go in there. We're we're passing cars from seventh place, um, you know, and just to see the car upside down, it's, you know, your heart just falls out of your chest. But, you know, the, we just regrouped and got together as a team and said, you know, we're bent up, things are tore up, but we got a good team here. Let's focus. Let's get the car back to where we can compete again. And uh, it was awesome to watch the uh, the run through our qualifying night and then obviously on the Saturday from the B to the A. I know you mentioned it's not what you come there for. You come there to take home a trophy and win the race. But in the grand scope of things, given what Chili Bowl means to the midget world, I mean, and and to you guys being an Oklahoma born and bred team, just to be on the podium with two guys who have been there, done that, like Larson and Grant have had to be just that you had to be tickled. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, growing up in the building and, uh, you know, going back to, to being a kid in that building watching the races, it was it was uh, surreal as a dad watching your kid, but then also cheering on your car. Um, yeah, it, it meant the world to me. Um, you know, I think it was Tanner's uh, career best at the Chili Bowl also, so mm-hmm. not only was our first time on the podium as Dave Mack Motorsports, but to get him his career best was uh, was special. What 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 was that balance like this week and e- even last year to balance? You know, okay, my kids out there running with a shot to win, and now hey, we've got cars that might have just as good a shot to go out and contend for a win. I mean, how how do you balance between the dad Dave Mack and the team owner Dave Mack? I was a dad way before a team owner, so I'm pulling for my son uh, first and foremost every time. But, um, you know, the balance is go Cannon and then go Dave Matt Cars. That's that's kind of the way it's been uh, the whole time he's been, you know, outside of my race team. But I don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) That was the bombshell heard around the dirt world today. Uh, Talk a little bit about the emotion behind that. I know it was a hard, it was hard for you guys to see him kind of fly the nest for a year, but I, I imagine bringing him back home has got to fill you guys with just so much optimism. Tons of optimism and just, uh, you know, he had a great year and, uh, you know, those guys over at KKM, I can't say enough good things about them from the guys in the shop to Pete, Keith. I mean, they set the bar extremely high. So, to give, you know, Cam the opportunity to get to experience that for a year, I mean, was awesome. But, you know, it's to now have him home is, you know, it's, uh, I think he's coming back, you know, he's focused, he's, he's got a game plan, and, and uh, I, I'm super pumped uh, to have him and Tanner working together. And, and the expectations for us, you know, we've got to, we've got to step our game up because, um, I don't want to fail, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fail with any of my drivers, but now now I have my son with me again and and we're still shooting for the stars. Um so that's we're not going to stop now just cuz he's back home. Talk a little bit about the genesis of that reunion because obviously um I'm sure it was as Jacob mentioned very hard to let him go, but um at the same time you know, it, it, it's it's one of those situations where you say, well, gosh, you know, Keith has been about the best in the business, right? And then, you know, you two, you two end up reunited. Was this your idea? Was this his idea? How did that kind of go that you guys would get back together? Well, I think we always planned on getting back together. We just didn't know, you know, the time frame. Uh, I've, I've built this team around him and, and – as a dad, I, my kid tells me he's got big dreams and, and plans for his life, and, and I'm there supporting those plans. But as a dad, you always want to say, well, I'm going to work on something on the backside just in case. So I always thought he would have something to come home to once. If things didn't work out, you know, um, it's, it's a rough world out there full of it's all about money and, and what kind of sponsorship you can bring. And He's a great driver with with a great future in my opinion, but you know, you just never know. So I always tried to plan something on the backside and, uh, you know, it, 
I think he came back sooner than I thought, but there was something about when Tanner came on and what we've been building this last couple of years. I think, I think he wanted to be home. I think he, he's more focused and, and more vested in what we're trying to do. And I don't think he wanted, I think he didn't want to miss out on that. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect yeah, it sense. Does. Very, uh, very classy young man too. You've uh, done a great job and uh, look forward to seeing what his future can be for sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Dave, in about 30 seconds before we run out of time with you here, uh, we know you're starting out in Florida. Cody Cordell, your crew chief, has said, you know, we may, you know, we may not run for points, but I imagine at the same time, if things start off well on the USAC trail, it's probably hard-pressed to turn you guys down at at least maybe taking a stab at this championship, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've got two guys that uh, that can get it done every night. So, um, you know, we're not going to look at it real close initially. We're going to go to Florida. We're going to have fun. We're going to keep the pressure off. Um, for Cannon, it's it's more of a, you know, we're going for a USAC title in-house with him, <clears throat> with Tanner. More than likely he'll be there. We'll just see how it goes. Uh, we've got some other things in the future planned for Tanner and some things we want to do as a team. So, uh, But on the midget side, yeah, I mean, let's show up to Florida. Let's keep it light. Let's keep the mood light, and uh, let's go have fun and, and be up front. We uh, know it's going to be fun to watch, and we appreciate Dave Mack for his time on The Madness this evening. We're up against a break. We're going to step aside. We'll be back with more of the show right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Seth Eggert, I know I was buried in Chili Bowl stuff since like last Monday. So did did I dream Spencer Boyd had some sort of sponsor announcement this week? Correct. He's had like three. <laughs> oh, okay, so so I didn't dream it. It just kept happening. Yeah, it just kept happening. Uh, I'll be honest, I lost track of which ones are which at this point. He has so many. Uh, not only that, but Young's Motorsports also announced they're going to have an ARCA program this year with, uh, uh, I think, Tony Breidinger and Chris Wright as well, running part-time. Okay. So uh, there's a lot going on over there at Young's Motorsports. In other words, it's easy to lose track. Yes. So. And, the- and just real quick, uh, speaking of ARCA, it's nice to see the the series being a little bit more healthy this year than it was last year because you have the Young Smore Sports coming in, you have Rev Racing coming in with Nick Sanchez, and I think there's two or three more that are supposed to announce at some point. Okay. Yeah, Eco Twist, I believe that sponsor that ah, he announced. Yes, just yes, today. that's the one that I remember. That's the one that I saw. Yep, and uh, and and when you have a problem of forgetting who the sponsors are because there's so many. That's, That's a, a great problem. problem to have. Very good problem. Yes, yes. bravo, and, Spencer And Boy. thankfully, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we've seen so many more partnership announcements heading into this season than we have in a long time. And after the year we just had, it surprises me, but it just shows the growth in our sport, and that's that's the big thing. Well, Spencer is one of the best in the sport at yeah. bringing new sponsors oh, yeah. in. He is really good We talked about that Monday. That. I mean, yeah. that guy, he can he rolls a deal. He can make it, work, make it work. Anyway, if you uh, because I realized I forgot to do this a minute ago. Welcome back to Motor Sports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu. <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom go. Baker, Noah Lewis, Seth hey. Eggert, Randy Miller. Well, I even changed the order, and I got it right that well, time. Well, in part, blame me. And I'm pretty sure it's something I shared to Jacob on Twitter that made him go straight to me when we came back from commercial. Yeah, when the, when there's an iRacing throwback to the car that my grandparents owned and Ted Musgrave drove, it gets me distracted, but it looks great. Yeah, it does. It does and great. Ryan Hines now is driving it. Now you need to explain it. real quick. For those who don't know, yeah, so yes, yeah, so for the for those who don't know, I know I've told the story a few times over three hundred plus episodes, but for those who don't know, uh, Ray and Diane Dewitt are my grandparents, or Ray was before he passed away several years ago, and were the co-owners with DK Ulrich of the fifty-five U.S. Air Jasper car that was driven by Ted Musgrave during his Rookie of the Year campaign, and for a couple years after that, Tim Fiedewa drove for us in the Bush Series, and uh, Jeff Finley in ARCA before we finally uh, shut everything around 97 but did get a, a bush win uh now xfinity with fedewa at nazareth which was the first race seth went to in person oh, back wow. in the day yeah oh, cool. talk about small world it was the first race my parents ever took me to i 
had to have been like three and a half or so at that point. So wait, he shows up for for the first time. He ever, shows up for the first time ever, and, and your we team win. wins. Yes. Did you get any of the prize money? <laughs> no. Did no. you even get a steak? And, nope. And here's the thing. Jacob didn't know about this until the Daytona 500 last year when I uh, made Correct. a comment to him on Twitter replying that was the first race I had ever been to. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure I had mentioned it in our group chat previously. Mm. So You know how short chat? my memory I is. I understand. Which group chat? Because one of the group chats was made after Daytona. This was yeah, this was one I think him myself and Peter the original uh, one. Uh, the original okay. one after the summer shootout in anyway, 2019. I, I think yeah. Sealman owes you a steak. <laughs> I probably do owe him dinner one of these days. <laughs> I'll I'll make Hope a note. I'll make a mental yeah. note of that. <laughs> <laughs> make a note of that. I hope you're not hungry. The poor Nazareth jungle speedway yeah, no nowadays. Kid. Yeah, I know. Don't remind me. That makes me sad. Anyhow, me too. we are. We, Thank you. Yes. We are still talking a little bit of racing, and we'll slip in a couple more NASCAR nuggets uh, while we await getting back to Chili Bowl conversation before the end of tonight's program. But Ty Dillon driving for the Gaunt Brothers in the Daytona 500. I'll raise my hand and say I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. <laughs> and apparently they were also trying to work on him running for 2311 mm-hmm. in the Clash. Which wow, would, really? Which, yeah, well, yes. he's eligible. Yeah, that's what oh, I was saying. Oh, that's right he is. Wow. That's what I was saying earlier. So, yeah, I mean, that would make Ty Dillon technically the first driver for 2311. If it works uh, out. If it, if it works out. And they are they are working on that right now. I think Ty alluded to to the possibility even, and, uh, and it has been circulating. But, you know, that's the perfect way to get the car tested. I mean, a guy that's eligible because he won a stage last season. I know Tom hates that, but that well, is what 2020 well, I, was. Well, listen, it, hold it, on, because <laughs> you guys all, like, Put words in my mouth here. I don't hate that because I get last year we didn't actually have time trials. So you got to kind of do something to. um, But I just want it to go back to the poll winners and that's it. And I'm sure that will happen. Granted, it probably won't happen next year because we're not going to have a lot of poll Mm -hmm. winners this year. However, I will say this. Ty Dillon won a stage. Do you remember where he won that stage? Oh, gosh. Wow. Uh, was it Texas? Charlotte Roble. Charlotte. I was just oh, going to say. Even oh, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> that's right, because he was on the off strategy and, and came flying through the field with the uh, with the slicks, right? Yes. Or, yes. Exactly so how right. fitting would it be that the Charlotte Roble stage winner gets to debut 2311 <laughs> racing <laughs> at, on the, the Daytona, Daytona Road course? Yeah, there you go. If only it were raining and he could play tire strategy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hey, Florida. It can happen. Hey, you know the Daytona weather. Yes, but it's a way to I shake do. down that car. I just, so can we good. get back to the gaunt part, though? Because yes. I just think it, well, even, I guess, 2311 would be the same. I just think it's amazing that, that Ty Dillon, the grandson of one of the top teams in Chevrolet's group, is racing a Toyota. I know. It's, 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 it's just It's awkward. a bizarre world, isn't it? <laughs> Toyota tie. I think Ty too just wants to kind of make his own path uh, in oh, a way. Oh, he always has. Yeah, so yeah. And, I mean, so it you, does kind of make sense. Else but you take what you get. But yes, it is yeah. it is odd to see, and he kind of got left out in the in the dust after the announcement that uh, that Geico wasn't coming back, and that the team had to shut down over there. So 
you know, he's doing what he can, and I, I commend him for finding opportunities. We knew that Gaunt Brothers' car was going to be open after Daniel Suarez moved to track house. We didn't know their details on what they were going to do. I don't think they're going to run a full season, right? No. So, no so, uh, so for him to hop in there and, and for them to kind of focus on that, that's a— And ironically enough, he'll be running the same charter he's always been running. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> 2311 has got Jermaine's charter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So if he Bizarre, runs the Clash, right? that's the same charter. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. It, it's been crazy. I mean, and, and and to circle back to Daytona 500 entries getting announced that we haven't talked about, on the flip side of the I can get behind this coin, oh, yeah. there's Derek Cope oh. running the 500. <laughs> Come on, put, put some respect he, on that Daytona he, 500 champion's name. He it will be the <laughs> second oldest Daytona 500 starter at least from per uh, Bob Hawkers, the last I checked. I can't. Mark Thompson, I, Mark Thompson yeah. who was 66. I, I, I just can't get behind this. Like, the last one should have been the last one, like, three years ago. Although, he did say this time, because it he didn't, he be, didn't yes. say this the last time, but he said this time it will be, it will be the final one. Until it, the next one. It, it's his first Daytona 500 yeah. since 2004 with Arnold Motorsports. Wow, that's going back a ways. And it's his first Cup Super Speedway race since 2006 at Talladega Mm -hmm. for Raynard McGlynn. Now, does that car pull off the track a few laps? Now, <laughs> well, no, 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 team, it can't. bear in mind no. that, that Derek is basically part of Starcom Racing. Uh, it, uh, like, my, he's... He's, my know, understanding, the car is being prepped and built yes, by Starcom. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is all connected you, to yeah, Derek's. Utilizing so it's, the Rick Ware Racing 15 number right. and charter to lock him in for the right. race. You know so what? It's, it's not abstract, but it's just, you know. He's going to be slow I, enough. It just might work out. <laughs> <laughs> hang in the oh, back goodness. and wait for the big crash. And well, I mean, all fire. you got to do is just hang. I mean, even if you're 95 laps down, I mean, if everybody else wrecks, they got to give you your laps back if you're the only car on the field. So how just, poetic? Just hang would, on, and you know everything will work out. How poetic would it be if he is leading and blows a tire, giving the race win to the number three. Jeffrey Earnhardt? I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure at his age, if he's leading the Daytona 500 on the last lap, he'll have a heart, heart attack, attack and you yeah. won't have to worry about it. him winning the race with a blown tire anyways. You're going to have to lie. He can give himself a heart attack let's, being that close to the front. It's it's obviously fun to, to have a little fun, but let, yeah. let's no, let's let, give Derek some credit. Oh, yeah. Because Derek, look at Derek has been around NASCAR a long time, and he has given most of his life, really, to, to this sport and has helped a lot of younger drivers get their start so you know what if he gets an opportunity to come back and that's what he wants to do i think it's great he and has something that brad keselowski and martin yep. jr and kyle <laughs> bush yeah he is a champion and, of the great you know, american well, morgan shepherd is is still you know well was i mean norm benning's trying to run a full truck season i know and it's, it's the first time in like 10 years that yeah. he's tried to run a, so, a full truck season good for Derek. All right, that pretty much that pretty much. Cover, I'm trying to go down the open list in my head. You've got Priest, Grala, uh, well, Ty Dillon. We did have some other news. Cindric. Oh, d- which one did I miss? Some Jamie McMurray. News. Oh yeah, some Jamie oh, McMurray news. Yes, although driving, that is driving. not an open team. Though. That's not. That's a, a charter yeah. team. Yeah, so Jamie Mack will be back and in the field, and he said, Little Tom, Jamie, baby. the pandemic was made him sit at home and go, I really miss driving, mm-hmm. and thus. He's driving the 77 car in the Great American Race, which he won in 2010, by the way. I think they should make him an in-race reporter. Ooh, <laughs> well, that, I will that say would be this. Fun. 
I uh, like that. Speaking of fun, he did tweet out a video of him telling yes, his kids that, uh, that he was running the 500, and he slow walked them to until they figured out that he was racing. <laughs> That's funny. And his then, son's and reaction then, yes. was yes. His son Rossless. went wild. He couldn't understand. He's like, what? You're going to be on TV? Oh, you're in the car? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Little Jamie, baby. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so Jamie's in. You've got Cindric, Grala, Priest, Ty Dillon, and that, that's just half the open cars. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's it's going to be a very, very tight field of, of uh, the go-or-go-homers. Yeah. Good uh, and and I there will be at least one really strong driver Gregson in the beard car. Oh yeah, the yes. oh that's right, Noah Gregson. Um, yeah, the that team focuses that's not solely a on car either. Yes, no, he's got. That, a there's going to be at least one good driver for sure that oh, misses the show completely. Reagan's an open car. Yep. It's going to be wild. Anyway, we're going to take a break. The madness continues with what we'll see right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. 
For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I'm already laughing at my text messages. Good grief. JG doesn't give me any credit. He thinks we're going to talk bad about him while we're in commercial break. That would never happen on this show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, James Mellick is punching buttons in the aforementioned Justin Grant joins us now on the Strutmasters.com hotline. Justin, I can't believe you would think that that low of me. You just finished second at the Chili Bowl. I've got nothing but good things to say about you. I just wanted to give you a heads up. You're alive. <laughs> I can hear you. It's all good. No. And, and, and you know what? I, we're really glad to have you on finally. I've wanted to make it happen again and just haven't been able to get the get the coordination done right to be able to do it until now. But good grief, we had a good reason. I mean, best ever finish at the Chili Bowl with a new team to you. And I imagine there's about as much optimism right now in the RMS Racing Shop between you and your teammate Thomas Meserol as one can possibly fit inside an enclosed building. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm certainly excited to get the year started. And, uh, and, and I, know, I know the guys up there are as well. It's, uh, I think it'll be plenty exciting with me and Thomas aboard. <laughs> I know he was a big part of getting the fleet prepped and making everything go fast, but what, I mean, when this deal came together, was there was there any question in your mind that this was going to be a good deal? Because I know when, when this deal first got announced, when Matt Estep told me what was going down, I kind of cocked my head for a minute. I'm like, hang on a minute, you're telling me that quiet, Justin Grant, who just has a heavy right foot and goes fast, is is going to team up with wild, crazy Thomas Meserol. I'm not sure how this is going to work, but you two have seemed to make, from what I saw at Chili Bowl, you two have seemed to mesh really well and really made this work in a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and me and Thomas, we we go we go a long long ways back. I've known Thomas since I was seven years old. He was, you know. He was kind of the cool older kid when we were racing quarter midgets. And then uh, as I got older, you know, he was the guy that was kicking everybody's butt in midgets and doing street bike wheelies and everything else that I thought was super cool. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely a little, little quieter than, than Thomas is. But, uh, but I think we're pretty well on the same wavelength. I just uh, – my, my volume's just a little lower than his is sometimes. <laughs> Take take us back through through the week. Obviously, you've you've traditionally, you know, done Friday Saturday. So you, your preliminary night's been Friday, and then come back for the Alphabet Soup wherever you land, and, and make it happen on Saturday night at the Chili Bowl. But it seemed like there wasn't a whole lot that you guys could do wrong, other than you know that last spot on Saturday in terms of Chili Bowl attempts. So you've been coming to that building for more than 10 years and and to me this was easily the smoothest overall run in Tulsa that I've seen from any of the teams that you've been with uh yeah you know I I've been really fortunate to be with some really really awesome teams you know everybody that I've been in there with um all the way back to you know driving Dave and Wendy Thurston's car and uh and and racing there with Larry Gardner um, and then going down to Clawson's and, and Rams and then now RMS. 
everybody that has taken me there has really put me in position to perform at the best of my ability, right? Like I've, I don't feel like I've ever been held back there. I've always been with a team that was, that was building me up and, and pushing me forward. And, and I think, you know, I, I think I, I would like to think that I continue to get better and better, uh, you know, along with the teams. Right. So it just, it's just, uh, I, I don't feel like I've ever been held back in there. Right. I, I, I guess is what I'm, what I'm trying to get at, but, but no, this year, this year went really, really smooth. Um, you know, and I've had really my, my years in there with CMR went smooth. Um, the year last year was rough with Rams, uh, to no fault of anybody. Just the cards didn't fall our way last year, but the year before was, was smooth. You know, we breezed right through the day and things went well. And, and, uh, and those years are great. You know, we, that's how this year was for us. And, uh, and and it was it was awesome. I think this year was was probably the the outright fastest race car I've had in there. Um, it seemed like we were like we got kind of buried in a you know we got kind of put in some situations that maybe we wouldn't have been able to capitalize on as well in years past. Um, but but we were we were able to have so much speed this year that we could we could kind of work around things and 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 make things happen when maybe we couldn't have in years past. When you were trying to put your deal together for for 2021, um, you know, a couple of months ago, what did you see in RMS that made you think, yeah, this is going to be the right fit? I like what they've got going. I mean, what 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 stuck out to you that led you to ultimately want to team up with with Dave and Matt Eastep, and and not just for the Chili Bowl, but to chase the USAC championship this year? Yeah, I mean, there was a handful of things, and and none of this is to say that that where I've been in the past didn't have these things, right? But it was just, you know, the the the, the funding is there to to really make an assault and a run on the championship. Um, you know, they've got a they've got a pretty good crew or a really good crew in place, and um, and and people to kind of kind of support the effort. Um, that that's really really important. And then getting really just I, I, years ago, I got burned out on midget racing, right? It was so the midget thing got so serious on one hand, but then but then you're banging wheels and crashing half the time on the other. That it, it, it got really frustrating to to try and do that night in and night out. So I kind of I kind of stepped back from the midget thing for a few years. Went picked picked you know went and raced with people I wanted to race with pick the races that I wanted to be at and really just kind of scaled my midget stuff down. And, uh, and, and then, you know, a couple of years of not doing it, you know, full time and start, you start getting the itch back. Like, ah, I kind of want to go back out on the road again and, and, and do this full time. And, and, uh, and then when the opportunity came up to, you know, really a big part of it was going and being able to go and do it with Thomas. Um, you know, one of the worst summers I had had, I, I, I ended up on a road trip to Pennsylvania with Thomas and, and it, my, my racing world was just awful. Right. And, and I went and we go and we drive out there together and we go to uh Cootstown to run those speedster things, you know, and, and I'm, we're out there sprint car racing, but they had us come and run the speedster things. And, and I'm, I'm in a bad mood. We've been running bad all week. I don't, you know, I'm signing autographs, but I don't, I don't want to be doing it. Right. And you can tell fans can tell, not fair, and, and it wasn't fair to them, and, it, and it, you know, but Thomas is, you know, Thomas smacks me, and it's like, hey, 
You're getting to drive race cars. We're getting paid to be here. Start acting like you're having fun. This is the coolest job ever. Act like it. You know, and, and, it, and it hit me that day. I was like, yeah, this is the coolest job ever, right? And, that, and just, that, just that one day with him there really kind of changed my whole perspective on racing and, and made me remember why I'm doing this and why, you know, and, and started having more fun doing it. And so when the opportunity came up to go midget racing and, and do it with a really funded, well-funded team and, and with a guy who is a good reminder of why I want to race, right? And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's, I think, went a long way in, in my decision to, to do it again and to do it with, with, with RMS. When we look uh, again at the Chili Bowl Saturday night, you're setting up and you've got those couple of late restarts to have a shot at Larson again after Bell had got around you and then flipped trying to get the lead. You talked a little bit about it to me on Saturday night, but you know what was going through your mind in that you know closing stretch there when you made the dive to the inside on that first restart? Did you, did you think that was going to be the only chance you were going to have? Uh, I thought it was going to be, you know, I thought it was our best chance for sure. Um, the, the cushion got, got really tricky, um, to where, you know, you could make mistakes on it pretty easily. Um, which, you know, you saw all of us do and, but you couldn't really capitalize exceptionally well on another guy's mistake. Like it was so slick under it that even once they messed up on it, you still had to bang it that last time to go. So it wasn't. You, when a guy messed up, you really couldn't get a big run on him even. So I thought our best bet was going to be to try and get a decent run, kind of bank the thing off the front stretch wall and fire across there. And, and I knew I didn't have enough enough speed or, or momentum to to get it cleared. My only hope is that he got tight on entry and, you know, like you get low on air pressure and it's pretty easy to get get bobbled up on your first corner on a restart. And I was just hoping maybe, you know, Maybe I could catch him well on that lap when he got something when he got bobbled up and and he didn't he cut it through there smooth and and we weren't cleared and and then by that time you know you you backpedal right because we don't have him cleared and as soon as you backpedal you lose all the stick in the race car mm-hmm. and that thing comes sliding across there what you know in, in the video it looks like the thing sliding across there at five mile an hour in the seat as soon as it loses that grip it feels like you're going across there a thousand mile an hour at the curb. And, uh, and the thing, you know, busts it and bikes and, and, you know, that's a, that's a hard, not a hard position to be in, but it's an interesting position to be in as, as a race car driver and as a race car driver that does this to pay my bills, right? I'm, I'm sitting there in second on the restart knowing, Hey, if I ride here, I've got 7,500 bucks going to my bank account. Uh, you know, I want to win this race, right? Like, yeah. Like I, like I'm, I'm, I'm here to win this race, but I got seventy five hundred bucks going to my bank account if I don't screw this up. But you can't. I, I, you know, I can't race that way. I don't no. race that way. I went ahead. I went ahead and fired it anyways. And and you know that like it bicycled and turned. And the only reason it I kept going was because Thorson refired me. And you know, so you rolled the you rolled the big dice there. It was, you know, that was. You know, an easy 7,500, that thing doesn't fire back off. Well, I just lost $6,500, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a, you know, when you're rolling around there as a guy, that that's how you pay your bills and that's how you feed your kids. And it, it's it's a tough call to make. It's not, uh, but at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're there to put on a show and we're there to, we're there to race as hard as we can. We're there to win races, it's, you, you know. 
you don't you don't do the math too often in your head when you're rolling around there like that. That's great perspective. It is. It really is. Um, real quickly, Justin, we got just a couple of minutes left with you. Uh, what do you see? I mean, where where do you see? Is the sky the limit? For you and Thomas and RMS this season on the USAC Trail, I know the the midget championship is is another piece to the silver, or to the triple crown that you're trying to to go after, and it's one that you've wanted to get for a while. Yeah, no, I think yeah, sky's the limit, man. We've got we've got a ton of funding. We've got uh, we've got you know we've got great sponsors, Off Energy Drink and Virofab, everybody on board. We've got a great crew. You know Joe and Tad and and Lacey and and Bill and and, uh, and Donnie Gentry on the wrenches who's who's mm. awesome. We worked really really well together down there. And I'm I'm historically not great with crew chiefs, so me me and Donnie worked really well together. And uh, and and yeah, Tom. I mean Thomas is right. He's on the chip. Um, I'm pretty well on the chip. I think it's I think it's going to be an awesome year. I think uh, I think we're going to be really fast. I think we're going to win a lot of races, and, and I think we're going to ruffle quite a few feathers along the way. I like to hear that. Uh, I wish we had more time with you, Justin. Uh, always appreciate your perspective, and uh, look forward to hoping uh, hoping that I'll get to see you in Florida here in a couple weeks when things kick off. Yeah, yeah, look forward to seeing you down there. That's Justin. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. That's Justin Grant, the runner-up at the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals for 2021. And, uh, Tom, before we finish up this segment, yeah, th- that's an example right there of why I love bringing Justin on here. So much fun and, and such a cool perspective. Well, it was the way that he was so kind of detailed and and deep about describing his his dilemma at that moment. Because, you know, you got 7500 bucks that you could easily lose if you make yep. a mistake. And yet you kind of, you, you, well, what's the old uh, adage? You play to win the game. Yes, you do. Right now we play to take a break and we'll be back with more motorsports <laughs> madness after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? 
wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. White flag is out here on Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Seth Eggert, Noah Lewis, Randy Miller, James Mellick is punching buttons, and we are about out of time. Before we go, final thoughts from any of our cast of characters. Tom can lead it off. I am looking forward to what's to come now at Daytona and Speed Weeks now that the Chili Bowl is over, starting with the roar and moving on from there. It should be a great month of racing. Seth? I'm wondering, speaking of the roar, how many of the IMSA drivers stick around for a few extra weeks to run the mm. Daytona Road Course? <clears throat> Andy Lally. Aside from Andy Lally. Noah, why are you standing? Yeah, that's my thought. My <laughs> thought is I want this for, like, I'm still in your mic for sure now, right? I mean, this is nice. I can stand. I can sit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's my thoughts. Wow. Okay. Noah, Noah's thoughts have nothing to do with race cars. Randy. I wish it was I think February too much 9th. I wish, I, wish we were, I wish the clash was on right now because yeah. it would be an exciting Yes. Race. It would also be a Tuesday. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which means it... we wouldn't be here doing the show. <laughs> Correct. We'd be home watching the clash. Yes. but, but I this... do have a thought. Okay. Noah has a thought. My Great. thought is there is no clash practice, but the clash is practice for those who get to run it for the Daytona Road Course. Ooh, that's that's sharp. That's really sharp. And and, and he had to stand up to get that thought. And he had to stand had to up stand to get up, that yeah. thought. You yes, know. he did. He's been uh, sitting on that thought all night. <laughs> that's good. And you're right. Those uh, those who run the clash will have a decided <laughs> advantage. In- <laughs> so this would be the most important practice session in years. Yes. Yeah, yes, it that's will. That's true. Yeah. Yes, it will. That being said, it's time to get out of here for all of us here at Motorsports Madness. I'm Jacob Thielman. Keep it off the wall, and we'll <laughs> see you when we see you, folks. Good night. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.